Welcome to the Travel Advice Show. Thank you for listening all around the world. And you can listen to all our shows at TravelAdviceShow.com and on iTunes. And I'm Chris Newton, one of the co-hosts. I'd like to introduce my other co-host, Jerry Fuller. How you doing, Jerry? Very well. Excellent. As usual, I'm really excited about the topic. It's different than we've ever done. Yeah. You know, and... Um, after we made the decision to do it, I started thinking, even though I do have um, favorite countries, it hit me that in many countries of the world, there are things that I really, really love. But um, the rest of the country is maybe not that different or something. So I think it sort of started me thinking, saying, ugh. But um, talking about our favorite countries in the world that people really should consider, I've narrowed, narrowed it down three. Mm-hmm. Actually, there are five of the top countries in the world that, to me, are equally, well, I guess they're equally equal, but very different. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But uh, I do have top three, and I know you have some that you want to discuss. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, it was hard to, you know, um, think about, but I, I think my criteria was when you arrive at the place and you get a sensation, you get kind of a, uh, a more, a kind of a history sensation or, or, or just a sensation with all your senses, kind of, you know what I mean? Your, your sight, your, your hearing, everything, all the, I call it the, yeah, the five senses kind of, um, you know, charges up. And, and the memory that you have when you go to these places, um, it, it's, you'll always have that your whole life. It's just like it, it's, it's pretty amazing, isn't it? When you go to a place where you just you're just blown away by it, you know. Kind of thing. Well, you know, I agree with you. Yeah. Because um, I, um, now that you mentioned that, each one of these countries, within ten minutes, it felt like I belonged there. That mm-hmm. I should be there. It's, they're fabulous. I, I think. Yeah, that's a good point, Jerry. Yeah, you feel like you're you, you were there before, maybe in a yeah. prior life, yeah, almost. Yeah. Yeah. No, you're absolutely right. And uh, mm-hmm. it just gets better. Well, what are your favorites? Um, I think one of my top favorite is Edinburgh, Scotland, actually. Um, you know, and, and not for the weather per se. But <laughs> <laughs> Never go there for weather. Know, not the <laughs> weather. Misery. <laughs> but, but as, you know, I think coming into a city or a place, um, Coming into Edinburgh on the train, I came in on the train. You know that the train stations in the valley there? Oh, yeah. When you come in to that city, it's just like you're you're in another world. It's real medieval feeling to me, you know. Um, but it just had a sense of major history, but it was just beautiful. I, I, I just loved every part of it um, at the city. So Ed, Edinburgh's kind of one of my top there um and and the reason is that it was walkable very walkable city you know very walkable uh, 
they had many different parts of the city. They had, I liked it, they had a lot of parks too. Uh, so you get out of the city, like Arthur's Seat is a, a great walking area where you can walk uh, up and then look at the city above from above kind of thing. Um, you know, so I think Edinburgh, what, what, did you like Edinburgh, Jerry? Is Edinburgh? Oh, my word, I love it. Yeah. I love Scotland. I, on other shows, we've mentioned that I yeah. uh, put, well, the whole country of Scotland, with the exception of Glasgow, right? which I is okay. Yeah. But yeah. Um, the whole country of Scotland is magnificent. It is. I, I've actually skied in Scotland before. You can you ski. Yeah, yeah. There, there was a little ski resort in the north called Abbeymore. Abbeymore, in the Camgorm Mountains. Really? Yeah. Oh, they, they have a couple little ski resorts up there. And uh, I actually skied. <laughs> yeah. Oh, the, my word. There were no trees or anything, of course, right? You know, and. Uh, um, Which is rare for Scotland. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess and, you're so high up there, you're above the tree line. Yep. Yep, and it was really windy, really windy. Uh, welcome to Scotland. Yeah, I remember it was really windy, but but yeah, I've skied up there. I've been to St. Andrews uh, for the, oh, yeah, go- I love it. The, the golf course there and the sure. famous St. Andrews is beautiful. Well, on the coast and all the the whiskey, um, you know, distilleries and everything too and all the uh, all the history. Yeah, it's just, it's real remote feeling, you know, to, to – uh, and the people yeah. are super friendly, aren't they? Yeah, oh, they really are. And you know, Scott, uh, Edinburgh. Yeah. Isn't as you mentioned, you felt like it was medieval. Well, I think it is. It, it yeah. I mean, the new town. They have an old town and a new town. Their new town. Are you sitting down? Is four hundred years old. The new wow. The wow. new town. Yep. And the old town is older, of course. And um, did you know in Edinburgh? Uh, as you sort of enter from the main street to get into the castle, yeah, on that corner is a pub, and that's where Robert Louis Stevenson uh, heard the story of uh, Doctor Jekyll and Mister Hyde. Oh, really? Oh, I didn't and know. It that. wasn't really that he, you know, changed it, but that's where he got his idea in that pub. And as you walk just a little bit farther to the maybe hundred feet, uh, is a spot where they used to burn witches. Oh, right, right. Right. Yeah, I mean, the town is loaded with history. And, uh, and the museums it, are amazing there. The museums yeah. are great. The, the, yeah. Even the food is eatable. Yeah, yeah. You, everything, you ever been to those deep-fried places in Edinburgh? Uh, they, have, they can deep-fry yeah. pizza, deep-fry uh, <laughs> snicker bars. The bros. Yeah, yeah. And, but, baked, yeah. and baked potatoes are really popular there. Uh, Put all yeah. the toppings on and everything. Yeah, it's a great place to go. What's yep. another place that you like? Um, I, I I would think. Let me think. Um, in the U.S. in the U.S. I kind of like the Seattle area. Uh, Seattle, um, you know, Olympic Peninsula area. Oh, right. Around there, that was fascinating to me, and and being by the water and with the uh, Mount Rainier in the distance and. Mm-hmm. C- Seattle area w- w- is one of my favorite. Uh, probably in North America. Um, I, I just, I fell in love with it because, I don't know, it just uh, being living in Salt Lake in the desert and, and for me in the high desert and me seeing these trees and how green it was, I was amazed how green it was up there, you know. But. Well, Seattle, I could live in Seattle if it weren't for I-5. Yeah. They yeah, drive the, at rush hour. The traffic is pretty oh. heavy, yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, I could never live in Seattle because of that traffic. It is. It is. It's, it's horrible. 
It, I'd been in it a couple times. I rented a car and drove around. Yeah, you just, yeah. I'd recommend taking the side streets or taking the, yeah. I'd recommend not having a car. Yeah, yeah. And just, <laughs> because yeah. you can't find a place to park if you do it. You have to mortgage your home. It, it's true. It's true. It's pretty, po- yeah. yeah. The food there. Yeah. Seafood is phenomenal. And, you know, it has such a non-American European feel. It, it does, and and I think that's why I liked it. It had an international European kind of kind of feel to it. People are pretty sophisticated up there, um, you know. They're they're um, and, and the culture, yeah, and just but the views and and just the air, the air, something about oh, the yeah. air, you know, just had a. And I took ferries. I went out to San Juan Islands uh, one time, Whitby Island, uh, the yeah. Kits, the Kitsap Peninsula is pretty amazing out there. And, um, yeah, and you can. Um, they have this Union Lake, and you can get on the uh, Kenmore Air, and you get on a seaplane, and you go flying off to uh, San Juan Island. Oh, right, right. Yeah, and right. Um, I mean, it just, it's such a fabulous, and it's very cultured mm-hmm. uh, city. Yeah, mm-hmm. I totally agree. Yeah. Well, is a great destination. Yeah. But as I mentioned, just don't have a car. Yeah. Rent yeah. your car at the SeaTac as you're leaving town and see the rest of the state and go out to the as you said, Peninsula, and yeah. go see the place. But, ooh, don't ever drive an inch in Seattle. Yep, I agree totally. What's yeah. another place that you love? Um, I would say I went there a couple of years ago. Uh, Florence, Italy, w- w- was a, uh, a pr- pretty remarkable place. Yeah. It, uh, I always say that God lives there. I, I think so. I think so. You could feel the energy there, and that's why there was so much art was... was um, uh, made there, you know what I mean, and or it is there. It feels like the whole city is a, a museum, really. The whole city. Well, it is. It's older than who knows what. Yep. Yep. But I tell you, um, I agree. I love going to the Passion. I've been there. I don't know, probably fifty times. Yeah. And if for no other reason, you know, forget culture and art and anything else and the scenery, everything. Uh, go for the gelato. Oh yeah, the gelato. <laughs> yeah. Oh. If you just go in there on a train ride and walk down that main drag, every block has a little gelato. It does. Ice cream bar thing. Every corner almost, yeah. Yeah, and you just walk across the street back and forth as you walk down that street and have a different gelato in each place. Yeah, and the best part. Oh, it's worth every penny. It's walkable too. It's super walkable. Like my my wife and I, Kathleen, we went, we walked around the whole city and, and, uh, we were there for four days. I think f- four days is a good four or five. And then you can make it a base camp and then go to Tuscany and all around there and do day trips right. uh, from there, you know, kind can of thing. Can you do a day trip to P- uh, Pisa? Yep. And uh, all yeah. over the place. I mean, yeah. Tuscany is heaven on earth. It really is. Yeah, yeah. I love Florida the Passion. Yep. Yeah, how about you, Jerry? Uh, how about you? Um, what, what are you, I'm interested in because you've been the so many countries, almost every country in the world, and 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 for many years and for many times. And well, thank you. Yeah, I bet you. <laughs> well, I mean, for many years, I'm old. For many. Well, you yeah. know, in two weeks, I turn seventy-five. No way! Wow. Yes, wow. I can't believe it. I still think I'm eighteen and act like it. That's great, still though. Like to have four. You, your your attitude's great. Yeah, I think it's all about your attitude. Yeah, you just got to feel like you're, yeah. So when we started the show, we, you must have been like in your your, your mid-60s, low 60s there. Yeah. When, oh, yeah. We've been doing it's it for. High 50s. 
high fe- yeah, around that time. Oh my word, I don't want to think about that. But um, <laughs> yeah, so, wow. I I I don't. I I can't list my favorite cities. Yeah, right, because right. Because there are just too many. So many, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know, I mean, I agreed with everyone that you said, one hundred percent. Yeah. And um, I mean, I love Sydney with a passion. Oh, Sydney. Oh, okay. Sydney is fabulous. Mm. And um, there's a lot of cities that I love Durban, South Africa. Not for any real reason. I, I've um, heard Durban's really cool, yeah. Yeah, Durban is a neat place. Uh, you can go into the, um, there's tons of Indians from India. That's what I've heard, yeah. There's, it's yeah a and big... so the food is neat. It's right on the in, uh, Indian Ocean. Right, yeah. And um, it, it's different. And you can go right out, and, right there at the edge of the town, and you can see these. I think they're baboons um, that come and tear up your car like they do out of Cape Town. Wow. And, uh, and I love Durban, but uh, I don't have, I can't say my top three favorite cities. Sure. I, sure. I can't because there must be 50 of them. Okay. I really do like, but I do have favorite countries. Yeah. yeah let's within talk about... those countries have cities that I love. Okay. I mm-hmm. mean, and I don't have a favorite country. Uh, I have five countries that I consider the best in the world, the best in the world, and everyone should go to them. The top five, okay. You, yeah, like before you, one that I've ever recommended. You have to go, go there. Yeah, you have, have to. Just hate it, and like some of them, you have to bribe them and almost dope them up and medicate them to get them to go. <laughs> but when they come back, they say, oh my word, I should have gone there fifty years ago. Okay. Um, I mean, no particular order, but I absolutely love Mongolia. Oh, really? Mongolia. Yeah, Mongolia is definitely in the top five countries in the world. Jeez. Yeah. And it's not for any one specific reason. It's one of those countries that you go to, and once you get out of Butter, which is not worth going to. Right. I mean, it is for one day. But you start going to the Gobi, and you go out west, and you go up north, and you go out east. My crud, what a fabulous place. That South Kobe Desert, which bleeds into China, mm-hmm. uh, is is a phenomenal experience. And going out west, I mean, everything's so neat about that country. Really? Oh. Yeah, and I can't say just one, the food, everything, the people are wonderful. Wow. wow. Um, okay. Not many speak English, mm-hmm. but if you have an, a guide, uh, uh, after a few minutes with somebody, um, you don't need English. You don't need a language. They're so neat and loving. I mean, Genghis Khan is from there. You can go to where he lived and all that. I mean, it, it is, we, I don't, we don't have time to go into days of talking about Mongolia. And another country I absolutely love with a passion is Uzbekistan. Uzbekistan, really? Yeah, Uzbekistan is definitely in the top five. Wow. And the history and everything. I mean, everybody in the world has been through there, practically. Right. And um, it's so unique. And it's really great to see by car and or an escorted tour. But I like private driving guide because you can do more things. I mean, we were driving around. And um, here I, I say stop. And here is an old man on a donkey being led by a little boy maybe 10, to a well to draw water. Wow. I mean, this was just a few years ago. I don't know, this maybe eight years ago. Yeah. I mean, right out of the time of the Bible. The Bible <laughs> hasn't 
changed a bit. Wow. In that uh, Tashkent, I mean, I think there's more Mercedes Benzes and uh, expensive cars than any other city that size in the world. Really? Really? Okay. And here you have a guy just not too far away, well, it is maybe two hour ride, drawing, you know, riding a donkey and uh, no electricity type thing. So I, I really, really love Uzbekistan. We won't spend time on that. We've already had the show on that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Check out our show, yeah, on, on TravelAdviceShow.com. We got... Yeah, I recommended it to four women um, who are very well to do, uh, very well traveled, and they didn't want to go there. I had to convince them to go to Uzbekistan. They stayed, I think it was 10, 11 days. Well, they came back and said, best they've ever had in their life. Wow, really? Yeah, yeah they said, oh, why didn't you recommend it earlier? And I said, well, I have. But this time I demand that they go. And um, I, I really love Iran. Iran, okay. Oh, my mm-hmm. word. Uh, everyone that I have recommended to Iran um, uh, raves about it. I mean, they all said it's the best country in the world. Uh, well, it definitely is in the top five. Yeah. For different reasons than the other four. But everyone in the world should go to Iran. What are some of the main things? The history is just amazing, and the oh, well, culture. everything about that—the music, the people—oh, the the Iranians are some Iranians are some of the most easygoing, friendly people on earth. Yeah, yeah, They're marvelous, right? Absolutely marvelous to talk to, and you have uh, freedom to do anything you want there as a tourist. I mean, you can't wander in someone's home or anything like that. And you must have your guide with you most of the time. And there's some stipulations that sort of limit that not, they're not restrictive in the in the sense that uh, you must go to run. And the food, their lamb kebab. Oh my! Oh man, I'm hungry. That sounds good. But just be be prepared. They serve rice at lunch and dinner every meal. I do believe I'm not lying here. Okay. It seems that if I'm, I'm lying a little bit, but not much. And uh, they serve each person enough meal that in America it would feed four people. Really? Yeah. Yeah. And after about two days of that, I said, no more rice. No more rice. Oh, my, what? <laughs> it's really a salam and they think you're low class. But I can only eat so much rice. And I love rice, but not enough for four people every meal. But um, as you go to the different um, areas, it's very different. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's Reminds me so much of Utah in some ways. Oh, okay. I mean, Tehran is like Salt Lake City. Oh, And really? within a very short drive, you're in the high mountains. They've got these high mountains right outside of Tehran. Oh, okay. And they have ski resorts there. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, and it's very much like Utah and Salt Lake City. Mm. And the, the desert and the colored rocks. Uh, it, there's a lot of similarities to it. But there are a lot of Iranians here in Utah. And I think it's because it reminds them of home. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, and so those are some of my top three countries, um, I- including the five are Ethiopia. Oh, my word. Ethiopia, really? Unbelievable. I have been there probably 25 or more times. And um, it is unbelievable. Uh, even though um, most of it is a desert, it, again, it reminds you know, every one of these places I'm talking about, it's a desert, <laughs> and I hate deserts. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, they're all pretty remote. A lot of them, right? It's yeah, and I really don't like deserts. I mean, I'm from the south. I mean, green, green, green. Yeah, you. Yeah, humidity. Like Seattle. 
Yeah. Yeah, I mean, if it doesn't rain and keep things green, you're having a drought. <laughs> rain at least once a week or there's a drought. And, uh, and I like green. But I do love, I guess because I was raised in green. Yeah, yeah. I like visiting the desert. But I also love, um, you know, green areas. I love New Zealand. And I love Scotland. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, various green places. I, I love, well, I love the whole world, with the exception of two countries. Mm-hmm. And as a result, uh, uh, those are my top three. Well, top three of the five. That's great, Jerry. Yeah, I think. And Ethiopia. And oddly enough, I put Chile in there. Chile, really? Yeah. yeah, Chile is my favorite country in the Americas. Really? In North and South America? That's your favorite. Yeah, it's my favorite country. I mean, I love Canada. I love visiting all the. The U.S. is a fabulous destination. Yeah, there's a lot. Yeah. But uh, I really and Costa Rica, my heaven. Nobody dislikes Costa Rica. Yeah. But um, I and I love all those, and there I love lots of places. Peru is fabulous. They're all fabulous. Yeah, but, I love Chile. Well, why do you like Chile so much? There. Well, because it's a long, skinny country. Did yeah. you know? Yeah. We've already talked about it on another show on Chile. Yeah. Um, from top north to south, it's the same distance as East LA to New York. Wow. wow. Except rather than going east west, it's going north south. So the south, you have deserts, and we're talking Death Valley, Sahara Desert. Yeah, the driest in the world, right? I think. Yeah. 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 And uh, it's such a contrast. And then you work your way down, and around. Uh, we have already talked on the shows. I said. At, uh, in t- around Santiago, which is good for, in my opinion, one day and then beat it out of there. Okay. Um, is more like um, San Francisco area. Okay. Not San Francisco City, but the area. I mean, they have wine growing and um, seafood out on the coast. And why? Uh, oh, it's fabulous. And, you know, within an hour or so drive of Santiago, you're skiing some of the best powder skiing in South America and the world. Right, that this yeah, the mountains, the Andes are just right there. Yeah, yeah. Right. I mean, just like um, with a farther away than here in Salt Lake, which I mean, Salt Lake goes up five hundred feet up the mountain, mm-hmm. but uh, or more. And um, but it's fabulous. Then you go down south, and I, I'm going to make a statement that I don't one hundred percent agree with my own statement. Okay. But I think it's the most beautiful mountainous area in the world. Really, really, the Patagonia yeah. area, kind of. Great, yeah. I, I think we gave some people maybe some di- ideas about you know different places that you wouldn't think of as much, and and uh, um, I, I hope that gave people an idea of make make, make their plans uh, for the next year or two, couple years, and just uh, try to pencil in one of those places. I highly, yeah, we highly recommend that. And, yeah, um, step, don't have a box. Everyone says step outside the box. Don't yeah, have a box. Don't even have one. Yeah. No. Who makes your box? Yeah, who makes Well, it? I know it. 
even if you made your own box, get rid of it, burn it, <laughs> burn and it. Um, right, right. Just go wild, and uh, yeah, your life will become a thousand times better. I think so, and there's so much in the world that is so amazing, and the different cultures, and and just uh, and the and the views, and the sights, and everything. It's just so much. Yeah, and the food, and the people, and the music. Yeah, the yeah, yeah. Uh, well, and another place that I really love that is not a place. Well, I do love Mali. It's in the top ten, but um, I mean West Africa. I mean, it, people are terrified of because of all the little things going on there now. All right. But like Ebola and who knows what else is going on there politically and um, health-wise. I mean, you can get sick. You can definitely get malaria. You can definitely get all kinds of stuff in West Africa. But oh, my word. Take precautions and pray for the best and go. It is um, difficult to travel West Africa. But my favorite place on earth is West Africa. I I love West Africa, the passion, but not any specific country. You know, I... Mali is really fabulous, and so is Senegal. But uh, West Africa is, is fabulous. Yeah. Well, sounds good, Jerry. Well, well, great. Well, we'll look forward to more shows here. And uh, yeah, yeah. Th- thanks for the input and everything. And and uh, um, if everybody can listen to our shows at traveladviceshow.com. And, and and thanks for listening all around the world. We we've been getting countries from all around. Like we, the last couple of weeks, we've had a lot from. Australia, Indonesia, um, Canada, United Kingdom, uh, Argentina, all around the world. So uh, thanks for everybody listening out there. Well, thanks again, and I look forward to our next show. Okay, Jerry. We'll talk to you soon. Okay. Okay.